Welcome to Best in Class, the podcast where we talk about the best versions of the best cars. Thank you for joining me, Adam and Steve. Hello. Hi. As we argue over when our favorite cars were at the top of their game. We are live at the Motoring Club in Venice, California, and today we are discussing the world-famous Dodge Viper. America's best supercar. A car known for its backshed engineering and mullet-wearing drivers. I think that's a little unfair. I think, unfair? I, I, think, I think that's a little, it was a bit shed engineer, but so was the uh, E-Type. That was a shed car, wasn't it? Yeah, but I think the presence of T versus Miller Lite makes all the difference. Mm, yeah, okay, but I feel like this is this is the first real American, like, fun supercar, right? Not supercar, but sport, like, no, all American. Absolutely not. What was Shelby doing all in the sixties and seventies? Yeah, but this, this, yeah, but this <laughs> is like, I mean, this era, like, no, we weren't around for Shelby. Like, this is a new version of Shelby. That's, okay, fair, fair yeah. enough. Fair okay, enough. sorry, I'm, uh, I'm taking us off, <laughs> off, 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 uh, off piste already. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the history a little bit of the Viper. Okay. Uh, I know we both read a lot about this, so feel free to chime in. I will as you I come will. in, but as as far as I understand, yes, and there's a lot of conflicting. Back there and forth is, on this. There is. So Bob Lutz, yes, the man, the man in the auto world. Yes, uh, he was driving around in his recreation uh, Shelby Cobra. True. Right, driving around. He was now the not director of ops, but the chief op- operations at Chrysler. He was a big deal. Yeah, he, president he, of operations is, is what they called it. President of Whatever operations at Chrysler. Something will never be. Yes. He's yeah. driving around in his Shelby Cobra recreation. Yeah. And he's like, man, we got a lot of money right now. We should make one of these. Let's go for it. Yeah. True. So he goes to his engineer, convinces him, hey, make this thing. So it's 1988 at the time. 1988. Thank okay. you very much. Yeah. So said engineer gets together 85 other engineers, buys them all the books, Skunk Works, so they all get like enthused about the SR-71 yep, yep, and yep. creating teams inside large organizations. Fine. They all come up with the, not a, not quite a concept. An idea. idea. Like, they, a, like a plan. Can we yeah, say plan? Sure, we'll sure. say plan. A plan and some blueprints yep, yep. for the thing that would be called the Viper. Yes. Uh, what Lutz said is he wanted raw performance. Yep. Plentiful power, mm-hmm. and this sounds like something you would say, salacious looks. I mean, if your looks aren't salacious, are you even trying? I mean, basically, <laughs> this was in the mindset of, remember when they gave Corvettes to the astronauts? Yes. Well, I mean, every every launch. Yeah. yeah. But but like the original ones. Yes. Like, yeah. Uh, this was going to be something that they could give to like a modern day astronaut. Okay. Right. Uh, so they then take that, I think they actually produced a running vehicle they cobbled together something they did and put it in front of lee iacocca the other man of the auto industry yes. they drove it around for a half hour and lee iacocca said what are you waiting for that was his yes yes to approve the creation of a new car which normally takes months and months <laughs> of soul crushing yes. meetings 30 minutes 30 minutes yeah. but they also had a budget of 80 million. 80 million. Which, uh, not cor- much at cor- the time. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, but the current budget to create a new car right now is $1 billion. Sounds about right. Yeah, from start to finish. So your new Chevy Cruze cost $1 billion from when it was a PowerPoint presentation to on the dealer's lot, cost a billion dollars. And they had 80 million to create the Viper. Yes. Which they did. That being said, just to back up just for a minute, uh, they did have an engine already made. 
Oh, they had more than that. Yes. They, they stole a lot more than <laughs> and, the engine. Uh, so uh, Lutz figured he had all the parts that he needed to make yeah, this but car. But where did those parts come from, Steve? Uh, they had a, a engine from the pickup truck. They had a V10 from the Dodge Ram, Ram. they were currently okay. developing. Suspension from the smaller Dakota, <laughs> also a pickup. That is correct. Uh, so just that's going to set the tone yep. for this car, especially the first version of it. <laughs> and so you are correct that Lee Iacocca was like, you know, get it done. Yeah. And the concept car was literally done in months. Yeah, I think I guess what Bob Lutz was thinking is they were in the middle of making the Ram. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm driving around in this, you know, huge mm-hmm. old American sports yep. car that has a big American engine in it. OK. Oh, we're making the V10 Ram. What if we shoved this huge truck engine into a tiny little coupe? Let's do it. That's kind of where it came from is he was working on the V10 all day or, you know, approving it anyway. Yeah. And he was like, hey, let's shove it in a coupe. And I guess he was actually slightly disappointed in the original concept. It's It wasn't the tiny Shelby-looking thing that he wanted. Um, they would have been sued into the ground if it no. was. But they did follow that kind of mongoose, snake Cobra, <laughs> like it was just in That's the same. I, you the, know what? Was, I honestly it, hadn't even put that together. You're right. It was in this kind of like, oh, can we call the Cobra? No, it's no. going to be the Viper. Viper. <laughs> so we didn't really dig deep into the naming conventions. Uh, could have been a honey badger. It it could have been. Could have been. But sweet. I believe also Lutz flies a Phantom aircraft from back in the day, F four Phantom. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think its sister plane or something was called the Viper. Also a name in Top Gun. Yeah, I think you're pilots. right, actually. Yeah, something like, yeah. don't act so surprised <laughs> when I bring up dude <laughs> you stuff. You just don't know <laughs> anything about this. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. Did and you did see you, the surprise in my eyes? Did you? Yeah, yeah. Like panic almost. I'm going to laugh, but we're, we're, we're actually we're, both yeah. very wrong. That Our, would be great. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, it was in Top Gun. It must be real. Uh, but he does have an F4 Phantom. I know he flies. I don't know if he flies it. Is he, he's still alive, I think, right? Bob Lutz is yeah. definitely still okay. alive. I don't know. It is September 27th, 2020. <laughs> Bob Lutz is still alive. Uh, one I think inter- that's kind of the history I got. It is. Yeah. Well, what's interesting is that uh, even uh, all the parts were from all other cars, but it was one of the most all-American cars, meaning all the parts did come from the U.S. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sure. So, so essentially, this is... America's like fiercest sports I, car. I think that when the engineers were creating every single part, they would walk away for a night and come back, and there'd be like a little American flag stamped on the part, as if they had designed it, but they never did. No, I think it's so American that it just exuded. Are we its talking Americanness. about the minivan parts later? <laughs> 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 I believe that's the interior so pieces. As, as, a, as an aside, before we really get into our, okay. our picks of okay. what the best Viper was, do it. What what interests you in the Viper that you wanted to talk about it today? Because I have for me, it's the Americanness, right? It's yeah, so American. It's yeah. almost Australian. Wow. It's so over the yeah. top. Yeah, it's almost that fun. That's what I love yeah. about it. It's almost you... penal colony level. Correct. Yeah. What yeah. do you like about the Viper? Uh, just the fact that this car was in the modern era with side pipes. Uh, and also it had a great name that it, that literally had like teeth on it. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, what's the logo going to be? It was, it's a vi- I mean, it it's was just, the classic yeah. design by a 10-year-old that supercars are supposed to be. It was also in its own show. 
don't know if you remember that. It had don't its own show. Me, that you're gonna don't worry. <laughs> okay. We're getting into okay. that. We're okay. getting into that. Do you remember when it transformed? Heck yes, yeah. I do. <laughs> okay, okay. So that was a lot of it. That was that was that. There's and and also. I'll go into it later, but when it came out with the blue, with the white stripes, and and the hard time, I mean, it was just, it was, it's, yeah. it's still, it's still pretty cool, almost enough to be like, when I, it I went, when it went from a roadster to a hard top, it really seemed to like get way more serious. Yeah, because obviously yeah. if you're racing it, you don't want an open top. You can't. As much as the Shelby no. Cobra is cool, no. like you got to have that. But yeah, plus most that. of the people driving them were like old bald dudes. Yes, yeah, so you can't be the hair. You can't be bald. The wisps of hair yeah. flying yeah. in the yeah. air. <laughs> anyway, I guess that's history. Uh, 1988 to roughly around 217. 217. 2017. Wow. Yeah. It's Sunday. <laughs> uh, and so in production for roughly, what do we say, 20 years or so? Yep. And no longer exists, but rumor mill says it might be coming back. I mean, I feel like that rumor is always going, just like my beloved RX-7. It's always on its way Ugh. back. But they actually are, I mean, don't they actually don't do bring the Viper. do mention the RX-7 they, in, like, with they, the Cobra. <laughs> they do bring are we the Viper do, are back. Are we going to do RX-7 on years. this? I, I mean, I would love to. I, I feel like we have. Did I they will, make any good ones? I will fight your whole family. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We're gonna, we'll get Mazda to sponsor that one. Um, do we? What do we want to go into next? I think let's talk about some uh, famous owners oh, because it is an it's ex- a who's who. It's, it's an exhausted list. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, I'm just going to start listing. Yeah. You stop me whenever you're interested. I'll, I'll right, add the start. ones you miss because I feel like you've got some, some personal connections or, <laughs> to some of these. John Bon Jovi. Yes. Chris Farley. Chuck Norris. Jenna Jameson. If you know who that is, mm-hmm. you're you too should. old to be listening yeah, to this exactly, podcast. Yeah. Jay Leno, which can we just pause for a second? Yeah. I think I I now I would like to table a motion. Yes. It says we can no longer announce Jay Leno as an owner of a car because he owns every car. He owns all of them. So we're just gonna kinda keep him as an honorary owner. Yes. From now on, if we're talking about a car, just assume that he just has best in class super garage. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, this will be the last time okay. we're gonna mention yeah. Jay Leno as an owner. Uh Kelsey Grammer apparently totaled his. Famous former alcoholic Kelsey Grammer. Was given one oh, because okay. due to the success of Frasier. He got it during Frasier years. He was given a Dodge Viper. Which makes no sense. Because okay. it came after Cheers and Frasier was doing so well, yes. that was the gift to the crew was the Dodge Viper. Wow. And everybody and got one, I think. And he totaled his. He crashed it, yeah. D. Snyder from Twisted Sister. Mm. And th- this one blows my mind. Yeah. Reba McIntyre. She knew she likes America. She's America. I would love to She's somehow America. confirm that that was true, but good. Like, you think she had the convertible? The ima- just the picture of Reba running around some southern town in her viper. Well, you've left off some key ones. I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. I just, that was okay. one of my favorites. Okay. Chad Kroger. Nickelback. Come on. There's some better ones. Keep going. And my and my final one, uh, Steve Aoki, important only because I drove his viper, actually. Oh, a little name drop. I I've, like this. I've driven it around. It was amazing. Apparently, in the motoring club or outside? I mean, it was outside. Okay. I took it around the block. Okay. Um, does so he know this? No. Oh. He certainly does not. <laughs> <laughs> Is he one of our 50 listeners? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Okay. Uh, I believe, so I guess the story goes that Steve bought it to be his Japan car. So Makes sense. When, when you're on tour and you go to Japan and you want something to drive around Japan, you clearly pick the Viper somehow. 
and that's what he drove around. So he raced it a bunch. It's got a bunch of battle damage from it. It's pretty sweet, and I drove it. It's blue, right? It is. It is yeah. bright blue with yeah. Pioneer stickers all over. Yeah, 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 yeah. So who have you got? Uh, I've got uh, Charlie Sheen. Ooh, good. Which isn't good surprising. Find. No. But I'm going to uh, bring that up. Uh, Hulk Hogan, did you mention his, well, his son, I believe? I saw that his son, but I also saw that possibly he owned it. I believe he had one. Yeah, yeah. I, I 100% believe that. The article I found. Once again, balding white man. Yes. Yes. The article I found that mentioned him owning one had a quote attributed to Hulk Hogan, which says, if it has a script, it's acting. I don't know why that was in there, but I felt it was important to share. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Uh, Tom Cruise had one. Really? Yeah. That I find yeah. surprising. No, he likes sports cars. I mean, at the he time. He does, but I feel like he's a Corvette guy. Ooh, why is that? I've seen stories of him oh. getting Corvettes. So okay. Um, that's as deep as that knowledge goes. Hasselhoff? Oh, yeah. 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 That's a pure 90s moment. Uh, Roseanne Barr. Really? I don't have photos. But so this is, so Reba and Roseanne would roll up to... Not a, together. A I mean, separate store. cars. Separate cars. All right. Uh, Nick Cage. Yes. Uh, and, well... I love Nick Cage. This one... Well, you're going to love this. I feel this one speaks to you. Uh-huh. Uh, Leanne Rimes. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Another... Yeah. I once served her at a restaurant. Oh. I was her waiter. Huh. She tipped adequately. Okay. Or her manager did or somebody did. But she was... Very nice. Do you think she tells that same story? I had no idea who that human was, and one of the other servers. You must have been a great server. Do you know? Do you know who you're <laughs> we serving? Got t- we got a human on table four. <laughs> <laughs> How many humans you got? Anyway, tonight? <laughs> someone had to tell me it was her, and I was like, "Great, I don't care. What chicken did she get? All right, here you go. Oh, okay. Give me my money. Was this was this in the lovely state of Utah? This was in Utah. Where? I grew what up. was she doing in Utah? You think? On tour. Oh, so okay. the uh, the restaurant I was at was very close to the big stadium. Ah, so she would have. Is that what they called it? The big stadium. They called it the Delta Center at the time. Okay, (laughs) where the jazz play. So many humans can fit in there. (laughs) (laughs) And Alan Jackson was was the last one I had on my list. I don't know who that person is. Is that a country star? Yeah, yeah. I think I can. I think I'm picturing him. Yeah. So, so. I mean, if you were if you were making hits in the '90s, you were driving a Viper. I'm getting a lot of country stars in there. Yeah. Well, it's it's America's supercar. Uh, quick notes, mm-hmm. a little headline from one of the ads, if Ooh. I can share it with you. Yeah, uh, give me some ads. The 21st century and step on it. I like that, actually. Yeah. That's yeah. not, like, yeah. up its own. Alarmingly powerful, the Dodge Viper. Yeah, that's speaking to a certain segment of man. Mm-hmm. Well, the image is just pistons. Nah, I could have yeah. done better. Uh, it was also the Indy pace car. Indy 500? Yes. 1991. Driven by Carroll Shelby himself. Because mm-hmm. they were really trying to like put that, Make that connection. connection. Yeah. Uh, there's one thing I did want to bring up, or another thing. Mm. Its own show. Did we, I know we I'm, talked about this earlier. I'm, I'm, I'm get, I know I brought it up yet again. I'm getting there. Are you? I'm getting there. Okay. Um, we can talk about that at length. Why don't you, why no don't you go? I'm why not ready yet. No, no, you no. We're going to wait. We'll, it'll come okay. up. Okay. What, do you, what are we going to do next? I think, TV? It, I think it's time. Yeah, we can we can talk about I th- I want to talk about our picks. Oh, okay. I mean, well, let me. Uh, if, you, if you just want to roll down what movies and TVs has been, that's We can fine. do some movies and TVs. I've got a few of them. Married with Children. Oh, I don't have that one. And Nash Bridges. Remember I that one? I really Remember liked that show? that show. Yeah. I was 14 at the time, but I really liked that show. He had, a, he had a Hemi. He had a Barracuda. That's what he had. 
The Viper was in there fairly. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Uh, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. Yep, I got that one. Yeah. And apparently Too Fast, Too Furious. Mm-hmm. And one of your favorites, Out in the Chipmunks. Not one of my favorites. <laughs> Nutty Professor, Inspector Gadget. Wanted. Wanted. Yeah. Yes, action thriller. Uh, and so it brings Mr. us back to Viper. Mr. 3000. I can, I can easily picture every single one of the scenes where the Viper is in all these very pop culture movies it's when someone is suddenly a success and they're rolling up to a restaurant it just shows the viper pulling up and the star getting out Are right the nutty professor turns suave i'm sure he gets a viper. a viper right yeah this was the car of the times is is it usually for the hero or the villain it, it can go either way right are you kind of a bad hero are you an anti-hero or is an unexpected hero that just has the viper? Yeah. I mean, it's right? not low key. Like, if you're trying to be all white yeah. knight, no, you're 100% on a viper. But if you've gone from a dork to slightly a bad guy or a, a bad boy, I'm sorry, mm. then you're in a viper. Right? No, you think it's a villain car. Or a bad boy hero. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. Because those are kind of the same thing. That's an anti-hero. Anti-hero. That's what we call it in writing. It's not a big okay, deal. Okay, you don't so know that whatever, kind of thing. Whatever. It's whatever. It's not whatever. A big, Sorry. This is my it's first, not a big deal that I'm literary. First time being with a real writer on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Anyway. Okay. Back to you. Yeah. A whole bunch of early 2000s movies. Yes. Chips 99. I didn't know that existed. That was a TV movie with Eric Estrada reprising well, his role Well, he was also in the Chips. TV. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes sense yeah. that he would be in the TV he movie. He looks real old on the cover. And a whole bunch of video games, which doesn't really count, so we won't talk about it. So, yeah, it's I think it's all over media, at least when it's being produced, it is. I remember when this came out originally. Yeah. You know, 90s. Like, that was a big deal. Auto show. So, little trivia for you. What do you got? The roof line, lower than an NSX, Testarossa, and F40, Ferrari F40. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wait, yeah. that's because it doesn't have a roof. <laughs> well, the roof line. So that's a full yeah. inch well, right yeah, there. Yeah, but that's a, the roof line. <laughs> and uh, rear tires. I know we're Enormous. going. Enormous. 335 millimeters wide. Same as a Diablo. That makes sense. Yeah. Also Chrysler. O- owned by the same company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you can only get, you know, there's like one company that makes those tires or something. I would bet it's Pirelli. They just started reissuing them, yeah. Did they? Yeah. yeah I, the Diablo connection makes perfect sense. So, I mean, they had the, the Ram V10. They sent it over to Lamborghini to rework it. And all I can tell that they really did was they cast out of aluminum instead of iron. And they lost some other weight that they could. And that's about it. They couldn't really afford to do any other engineering because then it would have made the pri- price skyrocket. So it was $50,000 when it came out oh, in the okay. early 90s. Okay. So, yes, it had a truck engine that was breathed on by Lamborghini, but the breath was very faint. It was very, like, what was that, lightning truck that had kind of... The Ford SVT Lightning? Yeah. I love that truck. But that engine went into the first Ford G- GT. GT, that's right. Yeah. That's right. So it's kind of that same... American companies love So they did it. The Viper was the first Ford GT. Correct. Yeah. So wow. Ford saw that and There's said... There's a statement. Yeah. Said, oh, we could do that. We can re-engineer stuff. We got we got trucks. Yeah. <laughs> we can do that. They didn't have Lamborghini, though. They had Jack. <laughs> yeah, a little different. A little different. 
Uh, speaking of pricing, just real quick, mm-hmm. I've seen some sold. Oh, current pricing. Current pricing. Yeah. What they're being sold for. Uh, doing well. Like the championship edition. What year? Is, what year? What? Nineteen ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. Okay. Yeah. So that's second gen, I believe. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, the hardtop. Yep. GTS. Yep. Uh, hundred grand. No. Yeah. A hundred thousand yeah. dollars for a nineteen ninety-eight Viper. Yep. Only had eight thousand miles on it, but it's a special one. It's the wow. one that basically. This is when uh, Justin Bell, who's also here at the yep. Motoring Club, yep, won the GT two championship. Wow. And this is a car they made. To kind of like honor that, so it was a reverse of instead of blue with white stripes. Yeah, it was white with blue stripes. Uh, I see what they did there, and that's what gets you to hundred grand. Yeah, if it was blue with white stripes, not as much. I In was fact, talking to Justin's yeah. co-host today, Tommy Kendall from yes. the Torque Show, oh. and he raced the Viper at Le Mans. Oh, yeah, okay, did not go well. No, they just didn't give enough seat time, so he never got comfortable, and he'd oh, been okay. retired for like ten years at that point. Well, <laughs> there's race, a yeah, did not go. Well. Nineteen ninety six. Dodge Viper GTS, which is the spider version of the other one, and it's forty-seven grand. So, so you've gone down to fifty now. Yeah. Okay. Um, and it goes lower. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a hell of a statement. <laughs> first gen. What was the first year of this car? Forty grand, uh, ninety. Because I know it debuted at eighty-nine. But yeah, early, very early 90s. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at like 50 grand. I'm seeing a couple 40s right here. There's some 40s. Uh, there's 94. some 27s. Ooh, a 27. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah. So that's kind of. I mean, V10, because 27 I, grand. I remember there was a, a lot of car. There were a few articles that flew around the interwebs two years ago about how they were like 20 grand for a first gen Viper. Yeah. And I, I, I suspect everyone jumped on those, and now it's up to 40. Is it 1990, though? think it is yeah so everyone heard that they could get a v10 yeah for 20 grand and they did and now everything that's left is pretty low mileage yep is low it double 1990 digits. though i thought it was, it's, that was the first one i'm saying it debuted in 89 so it's neither okay. 89 or a 90 okay. model year yeah, yeah so if you can find a dodge viper gts championship edition that's a six-figure car 1996 dodge viper gts that's what you're asking me to find no, 1998 Dodge oh. Viper. But okay. you need the GT2 edition. Ah, GT2, because I got a GTS in front of me for mm-hmm. 50 grand. No, with totally different. I wouldn't go near that. Enormous hood scoop. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> it's like five feet tall. They made a Mamba edition. No. Yeah. Really? I don't think it's to do That was with like recently, wasn't it? Or anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Well, recent being 2005. Nope, not recent at all. Okay. No. So. What's your pick, or, is, or my pick? Who do you want to go first? I What's think because class? I won last podcast, you, you should go first. You never win these. You've never I won think once. I, I, that's not true. All right. But back to you. Go. The best in class Viper. Yes. Best of all time. Mm-hmm. Got to be the first gen. No real surprise for my loyal fans out there. <sighs> all three of them. Yeah. It's, it's It most routinely hues to the original most concept. Most routinely? <laughs> <laughs> The original Dodge Viper is the most interesting one. Okay, it has gonna... the story. Every Dodge Viper after that was okay. co-opted by the marketing department. This first this okay. first one, they specifically kept the marketing department away because I guess there's a story going around Chrysler that like 
marketing was screwing up a lot of the new cars coming out. Although I would suspect if they had their hand in making the neon, that was marketing's fault in making it a success because that thing flew off the shelves. But regardless, they kept the marketing department away. They made their little two-door sports car, and it was amazing. It had no door handles, no air conditioning, no roof, and the windows were zip-up vinyl like a Jeep. How amazing is that car? That sounds like a kid car, but go ahead. Yeah, keep going. That's is the, this, is and this? you had to pay 50 grand for the privilege to drive it. It was like a more successful Prowler, right? It's like, hey, let's go make this old-school type thing. Plymouth came out with a Prowler. Dodge, the sister company, came out with a Viper. Only one of those is still around. Okay. It had no airbags. Why? To save weight. That's so good. That's so good. It's basically a kit car from a major manufacturer <laughs> at this point. All right, so mine, not that you asked, I went with Generation 2, which was 1996 so to 2002. Still early days. Early days, and there's a lot of people say the ACR, and we'll talk about that a little bit later, but I felt like that went too far. And you don't like the ACR. It all the like little eyelashes on it and the aerodynamic bits and wings <laughs> and whatever, and it's just it's just it's a it's like it somebody ruined gets too, the lines. It's for like your when somebody gets eye. too much plastic surgery, you've just you've gone too far. You're trying too hard. Whoa, a little close to home. Though. I know. Okay, I, but you, you know great. I have a you Botox appointment later today. <laughs> a little close to home. I mean, you look great. You look great. <laughs> yeah. How uh, could your car be better than mine? Mine is so stripped out and lightweight. It's so good. No. And did yours have side pipes? It did, but they were hidden by the bodywork. Yeah, so, I th- so, they're all, so. they all were. They all even no, even early the first on, gens. I don't think it so. Had plastic over it. Well, okay. But the plastic was known for melting or warping yeah. anyway. Yeah. Uh, I heard a story where one caught fire during a press drive because it just got too hot. The exhaust, the plastic did. Interesting about the first. Do you remember what color the car was when it debuted? I mean, I'm gonna say red. No, you're disappointed. You're disappointed. It was white. No. Yeah. I don't believe you. Yeah. Red. No. You only ever see them in red. Nope. First one was white. Okay. The real. And and <laughs> on the day this brand debuted, you know what else debuted? Okay. The day the Dodge 1989 Viper. Detroit Auto Show. What else came out? Okay. So you're, it's a car. Is what you're saying? Sure. It's a of. It's a vehicle? It's, it's something at the Detroit Auto Show. Oh, my God. I hate you. Uh... If I say if I get too specific, you're gonna, okay. It's uh, two brands debuted. Two brand. Okay. Oh man, I don't know. Tell me. Lexus and Infinity is when those brands came and, to life. And this and this really interested you for some reason. Yeah. Why is that an interesting bit of tip? You drive an SUV. You? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yes, you do. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in 1989, the Detroit Auto Show, you had the Viper and Lexus and Infinity were created. That's yeah. kind of a big deal. Only They're part, both still around. Only, well, only part of that sentence is interesting. The Viper uh, one. Who cares? <laughs> All right. The real, like, I have a very selfish reason for picking my generation. Okay. And it's so personal. Oh. And it is entirely that thing we've been dancing around all episode, the TV show. I remember okay. watching that TV <laughs> show in my little carpeted front room of uh-huh. my house as a teenager, yep. and I thought it was the coolest thing because this Viper had just come out. Yep. Everyone was talking about it, and then all of a sudden it was on TV, and not only was it on TV, it was also a freaking Transformer car. 
It did have that special skin yeah, that transformed, I, right? Yeah, whatever excuse yeah. they came up with, yeah. I don't remember. But I remember it like got wider and lower, and it turned gray, mm-hmm. and it looked so cool. And that somehow lasted for four seasons. Yeah. I don't know how. That's when TV was TV. Yeah. That was I when. searched high and low for a connection between Chrysler and that TV show to see, like, who was paying whom. I didn't find any. No. But come on. Well, do you remember when uh – Dodge Stealth did the Smoking the Bandit re- reboot. No. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that at all. The Dodge Stealth for so ever. yeah, but I do remember most of the most of the cars in the Viper TV show were Chrysler, were that Dodge Chrysler remember, cars. That makes sense. Yeah. So a hundred percent Dodge was involved or Chrysler FCA was involved, but that's like it had such an impression on my youth <laughs> that you, I gotta love the first generation Viper. I loved that show. It was terrible. It was so badly good. And that's why I picked that. If I anyone wonder, remembers that TV show, you know what I'm talking about. Do you think they could reboot that for, like, like who oh, would be in it now and wow. what car would they use? Timothy Oliphant. And would you do a Viper again or would there be a new? What's the new hotness? I don't know. Uh, LC500. Uh, like a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 4 GT. But, yeah, maybe. But not mainstream enough? It like, seemed, what's the... Yeah, it's Oh, the, a Supra. Oh, good call. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's nothing really else. Supra's kind of slinky and would... Oh, which, come on. Are we kidding me? New what? Corvette. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. It's American. Oh, okay. From that <laughs> point. Okay. 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 That's what... I mean... New Corvette, 100%. Because yeah. that was the Viper... That's what the Viper was going against. Yeah. Okay. Even though it had way more power. So, my version, yes, uh, much like myself, is the winning version. <laughs> this is the one that, with Justin Bell behind the wheel, uh, won multiple series championships in ALMS and FIA GT. The American Le Mans series. And they would win the 1997 FIA GT2 class. So, it's a race winner. Right, which is pretty cool. I'll give you that. Also, my version was the first time it became a hardtop, which take it or leave it. Like I say, it got more serious, which then, is what makes it a real car. E- probably, but no serious car ag- enthusiast drives a convertible. Ag- again, the reason I love mine is that it's not real. No airbags, zip up windows. That's so good. It's not. It's not. A re- it's not a real car. No roof. They so just gave you canvas. Your car is out of control, and you could and mine put became a fiberglass over it. Yeah. Out of control. That's what a Viper should be and always is. I got door handles. Lame. Yep. I got more power. Double lame. So faster. Uh, yeah, that's what, what the Viper needed was more power. Well, okay. So And, and, and wait, wait, mm-hmm. am I done? And I got the I dark blue with the white stripes paint scheme. <laughs> you always mention some sort yeah, of sticker <laughs> combo. That's, a, that, that's what it does it you. It was paint. You're such a superficial and, being. And I got the double bubble roof. Because of the hard top. Which I did like. Which is cool. The double bubble was cool. And uh, technically, the car was brand new. This In this generation, they did like 90% new parts. Yeah, it was a full so, so I guess a full upgrade. The 19, There's a couple um, of 1996 ones that are parts bins cars. Like they're half first gen, half second gen. And I guess some people really hate those for some reason. Hmm. That seems like a nice little upgrade to me. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, they made like this weird little one-year amalgamation between the two and then went to your car so uh i got any lock brakes 
as well. And I got this. You're going to have to explain this to I, me. They're called weakness breaks, but okay. Hyper eutectic pistons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't you know. You have that. to have yeah. hyper eutectic pistons. So Otherwise, what are you that. doing? <laughs> yours doesn't have that. So I'm just saying. And but it was, and I was, I was at this point, it's a 200 mile per hour car. Yours which is cool. Which is cool. Which that's, is cool. That's supercar territory. I once it. heard that. More humans have been to space than have gone 200 miles an hour, and I think that's utterly false. There's no way that can be. Maybe re- I mean I'm sure there's a quote from a while ago, but recently, I mean it was like five years ago. But there's no way all the Bonneville but people. You're, are you on like Huffington? Like where are you reading? This? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, like, I have no idea where I got. Like that. I just can't. People be magazine. I just I guess what I'm asking is like I'm asking for another human to look me in the eyes and tell me that's not true, so I can just take it away from my brain. Because it can't be true. It can't be true. No. All those yahoos that are, like, racing in on, Texas. On Texas, exactly. Hennessy, yeah. Every Hennessy car that goes over 200. There's no way. What's fast as you've ever been in a car? I was just going to ask you that same uh, question. Go for it. Okay. Are we ready at the same time? No, we're not going to say that. <laughs> I have not been that fast. Uh, 160. Okay, you went faster than I have. Yeah, <laughs> 125. Fucking terrifying. Yeah, I, I, I got scared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I Yeah, I just actually did that couple weeks ago oh congratulations my top was 140 before that wow and then, in, can i ask what you were in uh you may not okay just in case okay. Okay. <laughs> oh i'm a guess this wasn't at a track it was not okay <laughs> but it, it wasn't a car that i own and it was going oh yeah and then i have up. i seen this car yes you have you saw it today you wow that's brave. You went. Yeah, it was <laughs> you went that speed in a car you work on. Yeah, that's always what runs. Well, that is normally what runs through my head in my motorcycle when I'm doing triple digits, and I'm like, I put the wheel on. Did wow. I torque that nut? Okay, I don't remember. And that gets just so right. our listeners know, because obviously you're not here, but uh, Adam is wearing today a. Porsche Mechanics shirt? Is yes. that what that would be? This is what exactly. What is that, that vintage? Is it a real one? It is not a real one. Okay. No. You made it? My brother-in-law made it for me. It was a very nice gift oh, okay. that I stained last week, and I'm kind of bummed about that. What? Why did you stain with fuchsia? You- <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the most Adam answer I could right. give. You were coloring eggs. No, no. I was resealing a bathroom wall. Oh. I was doing man work. Okay. With and fuchsia? So now when you put up walls in a bathroom, you do concrete board, not sheetrock. Okay. And then you put a plastic coating on them so plastic can't get to – so, I'm sorry, water can't get to them. And some of that red stuff got on my sleeve. Very man stuff. I feel like you're the Adam Krola part of this, and I don't understand what you're talking about. Yep. But that's do you remember okay. when this was a car show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. So I'm on Generation 2. Yeah. You're on first gen. Generation 1. What year is – so mine's 1996 to 2002. Yours is 1990 to 96. Correct. Right, 95, 96. mine looks better, has a hard top, (laughs) one races, and is faster. Yours has nothing. Mine is a more appropriate Shelby clone, which was what this car was supposed to be. Okay. So there it is. Can I just throw in a little bit of extra trivia? Can I throw in that the V10 weighs 711 pounds and makes 400 horsepower? That seems lopsided to me. 711 pounds. That's that seems like a lot. That seems that seems high. That's but really I've also high. never weighed engines. There are a couple hundred pounds. Is that normal? Has I mean, it's a V10, pounds? but it was a truck V10. 
Okay. It's stupid heavy. Um, but what's your trivia? The guys who assembled the early cars uh, previously built Formula One cars. Really? Yeah. Francois Castaing. Yes, I saw that guy. Uh, worked at Renault, where he led Alpine to a victory over Porsche. Impossible. In 1978. And brought the Renault Turbo yeah. to Formula One. Cool. And the first few hundred cars that Wait, were produced. Wait, he went from making Formula One cars to working for Chrysler? Yeah, but there's... Man, he must have needed money. a dental plan bad. Oh, stop it. <laughs> stop it. Jeez, the froggies are very fast. Uh, he signed his name to the first few hundred cars. Like where? Great question. I'm glad you asked. Uh. <laughs> Legend has it that he stamped his signature into the inside of the oil pan. That's a that's a cool Easter egg. Meaning... The only way to ever find his name is after your card suffered, basically died. Yeah, that is dumb. <laughs> yeah. Because there hopefully shouldn't be any other reason to take off the oil pan other than a major service at best. Yeah. But kind of interesting, right? Replace an oil pump or something. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, so real quick, hang on. Hang right, on. There's right. more. There's more. I got plenty more, too. Okay. That boost my argument, but go ahead. Uh, let's see. There was... Uh, most cars on their side view mirror have objects in the mirror closer than they appear. Sure. The Dodge Viper famously never had that printed on there because they figured no one would be close enough to see. Is that legal? Um, I always just figured that was on there because that had to be from the NHS or something. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. So next time you see a Viper, <laughs> take a look and see if the little message is on the side view mirror. I'm going to. I'm going to yeah. do that. Uh, <laughs> Vipers are customizable on the fly. You mean you can lower the window? Well, not in yours. Not in mine. Because you don't have windows. Uh, but you can adjust the pedal position. Yes. While you're driving. Yes, I was reading something where, like, that was, while not revolutionary, it was very uncommon at the time. Yeah. It just doesn't seem that interesting to me. But now... So you can move the pedals. Now so it's commonplace. Correct. Yeah. So are seatbelts. Still... Like, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. really hard on the Viper That today. just doesn't move me. You know me. what? I got something that you'll be interested in. All right. right. There's almost a Viper motorcycle. Yeah. I've seen that engine crammed into a motorcycle. Yep. It looked extremely dangerous. A uh, <laughs> bike was called the Tomahawk. Yep. I remember yep. that. I remember that. Had a Dick. mathematical top speed of 400 miles per hour. No one would do that. Uh, Chrysler made, made that, didn't they? They never made it. They almost did. Well, yeah, but they made the concept. It wasn't like some oh, yeah. shop. No, 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 no. They they, they made it. Yeah. Like, I, yeah I remember that thing. It was all engine and tires. Yeah. Wasn't that the one with like two front tires really close to each other? I don't know. I'm trying to remember what yeah, that looked I like. I never saw a picture. Yeah. I wasn't able to find a picture. So something My I've internet <laughs> research is not in-depth. <laughs> something I find fascinating about the release of the first gen is the fact that they almost looked to virality when this first came out before being viral was a thing. So uh, Bob Lutz made sure that there were Viper clubs in every market. And he also personally oh. signed off on the president of every single area's chapter Smart. to make sure that it would be a really good evangelist for the Viper. So when the car was first came, came out, he made sure there were clubs to like support it. I find that fascinating. 
Well, that's what they do with the Bronco now. If you look at some of the largest Bronco forums, they're all funded by Ford. Yeah. 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 They don't I, talk about it. But they, are. <laughs> they don't yeah. talk about that stuff. No, that is, I think, again, <laughs> do they – so that would be your generation. That would actually be probably one of the smartest thing I've heard Bob Lutz doing. Bob Lutz gets credit for a lot of stories. Yeah. It's mostly like he approved this car and this car. Like, but right. we know it's a team of people. That yeah, exactly. Cars, but, but like that is actually that's a that's, that's a that's a visionary. That's, that's looking looking forward. That's pretty clever. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And then also, it's a well documented thing of people burn their ankles getting out of the Viper. Yes, because the exhaust is right yes. there under the door. Yes, and they call that getting a snake bite. Oh, that's adorbs. That's a yeah. that's a known thing, and I'm I I just know that they go to meetings and they look at each other's ankles, like look at my oh. snake bite. Then they roll out their jeans. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. They roll down their white socks yeah. is what yeah. they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> With their Crocs. Yeah, um, you know it. They almost made a baby viper. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Oh, you're bringing back so many memories. I I. Uh, but it yeah. only had a V8 with 425 horsepower. Oh, terrible. Wait, 425? Yeah. That's because when, when my car debuted, it was 400 horsepower. Yeah. So it still would have been more powerful. Well, this was later on. Yeah, exactly. This was later exactly. On. But like, it was going to be called wow. the Firepower Grand Tour. Man, they I mean, really. The names. The names. And it was but. like a couple years later that they came out with the Solstice and the whatever else it was. Those twin ones, like yeah, Solstice and it was Sunfire, a Sat- Pontiac, Saturn, no, no Saturn View, Pontiac Sunfire, it, yeah, no, Pontiac no, Solstice, Sun- yeah, Saturn View, Sky, Saturn Sky, because the View there is the minivan, yeah yeah yeah, 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 that was an interesting. Wait, but those are both GM. Yeah. I'm just, I'm full of it then. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, I thought yeah, Chrysler was yeah. going crazy, but clearly the entire automotive world was going crazy back then. But speaking of crazy. Uh, you ever heard of Zagato? Absolutely. make beautiful cars. Uh, they were going to make a uh, Viper and reskin it with a Zagato body. That's, I mean, that's right up their alley. That's what mm-hmm. they do now. Mm-hmm. They should have. So uh, take a Viper, reskin it, and that, but they never did it. Oh, no, actually, no, it does exist. One. Yeah. A case study, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, when the... When the Viper debuted, it was really meant just as a showpiece to turn around not the fortunes, but the perception of Dodge and Chrysler as a whole. It's like, look, we can make this company. Mm-hmm. Do you think they were successful in doing that? 1990. Reinventing themselves of making like. Just showing what they're capable of. I'd say 100% yes. I agree. Yeah, because, yeah, that was the thing when it came out. It was like, holy this cow. This might be the coolest American car ever made. Oh, no way. No what, way. What beats it? The, I mean, I would say an original Corvette, right? No. <laughs> Just no. automatic no from you. Mm-mm. I don't know. Let's, oh, oh, easy. DeLorean. No. <laughs> that was made in Ireland. <laughs> it was, it's an American car. It was made in Ireland. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> and it never really, it failed. <laughs> yeah, that's very yeah. American. No. And now it lives it. again. Stop. We're a, we're a country of reinvention. Is it coming? Oh, because of the, uh, Texas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it's, uh, it's time for some categories if we're done arguing for yep. a little bit. Let's do it. So, impact on car culture. I just kind of got into that of... It helped reinvent the image of FCA. 
or at least Dodge. Mm. Right? I was like, hey, we're capable of making. I know we're making these Dodge Rams that are known for breaking down and rusting, mm-hmm. but we can do interesting things. I absolutely yeah yeah I think and yeah. So speaking of rebranding image, uh, it wasn't called the Dodge Viper in the rest of the world. Called the Chrysler Viper. Where else did they sell it? The rest of the world. France. Yeah. <laughs> really, really big in the Philippines. <laughs> uh, I don't really have details exactly where else they uh, sold it. But like Australia would be high maybe, on my list. Maybe Canada, of course. Uh, and probably Europe. But there's a lot. Uh, probably uh, not Europe. I, I got I got a little bit more. But yeah, trivia. But I'll, I can save it. <laughs> I wish you would. I know. <laughs> wow. McLaren worked on one of the engines. What? Wait. What does that mean? Like literally, the just latest one of them. Engine, McLaren helped them out with it. That's cool. That would be the ACR. ACR, I believe. They worked on that one. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Interessante. Uh, uh, okay, so top pop culture moment. Mm. I don't even know why you're thinking about it. The TV show. It had a TV show for four seasons. Name one more car. Do we have any? Are there any other shows that were named the car? No, that's my point. Yeah. Knight Rider. Nope. Magnum. Nope. Nope. Viper. It was Air called Wolf, Viper. Was a, yeah. It was a helicopter. Yeah, helicopter. Come um, on. You I don't mean, get even bigger Smokey than that. and the Bandit wasn't like Pontiac Trans Am. No. Um, Although that movie could totally have been called Trans America. That means something different now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching that with a 10 foot pole. <laughs> uh, perception versus reality. What do you think the perception of the Dodge Viper is? An outright muscle car, and I think it delivered on that. I think it is – I'm afraid I'm too far into the automotive world where I think everyone thinks it drives very agriculturally, and they're right. It does. It is very much like a truck. Yes. So I think perception and reality matches up there. You think people see it as a muscle car, and, yes, it 100% delivers. So either way, for the for once, perception is matching reality. Yes. Cool. I think – is this the first time that we've agreed on, on the podcast? The perception reality lineup. I feel like there was another one. Was there another one? Maybe. We've done so many. I can't We've remember. done so okay. many episodes okay. now. <laughs> All right. Go for it. Future classic. Um, I think mine is. I don't know if yours will be. Every single generation of this. Really? Yeah. Every single Viper is a future classic. They're just so absurd. V10, truck parts, very America- People love this car. Every generation is going to be a collectible, you think? Every generation, yes. To a degree or another. Okay. Because uh, they, are, they are a thing. Like, you can say you like Ferraris, but people know you don't mean, like, every Ferrari. They think, oh, they, they probably have favorites. When you say, I like the Dodge Viper, people only think of one thing. Like, oh, the that's Viper. That's true. It, it was never anything else. Yeah. It was never anything else. Yeah. They never tried. Like, yeah. I they mean, all th- look fairly similar. One, I think the race ones are going to be the most collectible. But I guess sure. all no. of them, in a way, over oh, yeah. time, oh, yeah. will be at somewhat desirable. And so it now seems like they probably bottomed out at $20,000 for the first gen. And now that they're already 30, 40, I think we're seeing the upswing. That is, is that, 
that's gorgeous. So that's the Zagato body. This is the Alfa Romeo TZ3. You, you do realize this is radio. Right? I know. And people I know, can't see but that. But no one's listening, so I'm basically <laughs> just talking to you. But I was just. It's gorgeous. It's the Zagato TZ3 Stradale. And they made nine of them. Ooh, and it's based on the Dodge Viper ACR. So if you guys want to look it up, and if you ever see one of these, Buy it's it. one of nine. Wow. Uh, so. Okay. It's very rare. Could this could the Viper have been made by another brand? Ford GT. Well, I mean the Ford GT yeah, because I guess the Ford GT came later, which is Let the me, same theory. Let's left field this. Could okay. Toyota have made this with a Hilux engine? With the V ten? They didn't even make a V ten. Who hell's had a V ten at the time? Ooh. Ferrari like the supercar. BMW have a V ten? Or a ten ten? And then a twelve? I really don't think so. Who has a ten? I mean, when did when? I was mean, it was Lamborghini. I mean, Lamborghini. Well, BMW had the eight series. Was that a ten? They had a twelve. Oh, okay. So you can go all the way up to twelve on that. Yeah. But they wouldn't have made a car like this. Stripped out. No. No, this is front so, engine. This is so American. Yeah. But could another American manufacturer have made this? Okay, let's back up. Could could a non-American company have made this? I hundred percent think no. No. Other than Australia, which yeah. again is America. Plus. Well, we yeah yeah, but we need you need the open roads yes. that we have here. So could another American company have made this Ford GT? So General Motors. Well, this is kind of no no General Motors. There's no two as a ten cylinder. Wait, why doesn't General Motors have anything like this? Because that's not what they do. Yeah, they make boring stuff. There's no GMC like sports car, unless I'm just missing something. Oh, the Corvette. Oh, GMC, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I mean, the, only thing, the, the only thing they, they have made is a beefier Corvette. I mean, they do the Corvette line, you know, Z06, ZR1, all yeah. that stuff. But like, I know, but they never put it. But they never. Yeah. But I don't think they've ever had a 10 cylinder. Do they have access to one? The Corvette's always been their top of class, hasn't it? Wow. GM, the, why didn't you make this car? <laughs> <laughs> um, they didn't. They missed it. They missed it. I mean, could you have done it with a Pontiac? Put a 10 sure, cylinder no one in there? Yeah. It would have been the same. Like, nobody cared it was a yeah. Dodge. Yeah. They just cared that it had 10 cylinders. Uh, complaints about your car. Missed opportunities. I think one of the things we talk about, missed opportunities, is the interior let people down. Yeah. The exterior looked amazing. The handling towards the end of the end of the day and of its run got it got better. way better. It got and it was better. legitimate. Yes, it did. Although the one that won all the races was built by the French, but whatever, we're gonna let that go. <laughs> yeah. um, and but the interior just went full got, Americana like, and bad. When Americans make something stupid like this, and it then, went too plush. And then we give yeah. it to another country; they generally make it better. The French can make it better. The well, Japanese have, can make it better. They had a racing tradition. But when we like make it up and then I let mean, someone else the finesse Le Mans it, Le is in their own country. It goes so better. Yeah. <laughs> um, Missed opportunities on mine. Yeah. I mean, no, it's perfect in every way. Strip everything out. No AC. No nothing. Okay, I have a question. Do you think they should have launched with that car? So bare bones. Uh, I feel like they were they were launching to a number. Do you think that it made the legacy better or worse? It made the legacy what it is. I think it made it better. Okay. Like, this is a 
This like is if they would have no, launched with a GT car. No one has ever thought that there were any compromises with the Viper. They know it's no compromise car. It's going to be slightly uncomfortable and hot and loud. And that's what people love about it. It's the Hummer of sports cars. I just blew your brain. But it's almost incomplete. They, like, didn't finish. I mean, no door handles? That's not because that's what sports cars do. Okay. Make it unusable? Yes, the interior sucks. Okay. All right. right. So If you want a missed opportunity, give me real leather. Okay. But. Uh, The interior and then also, again, up until later, the handling didn't compete with the looks. Uh, Very American, though. Yeah. Goes fast in a straight line. Yeah. Yeah. But I think once they got that, you know, GT, whatever, the one that raced version with all the stripes and wings on it in the mid-90s was pretty peak. Yeah. Could your oh, and the chrome wheels were horrible. The chrome, the wheels are bad. Yes. chrome wheels are bad. Straight, okay. and, straight and up. When they and the chrome like, wheels are bad. The emblem, it's the whole snake thing. I love it. And then they put the little like it's so teeth infantile on the. Yeah, no, it's no. so that, infantile. Those are my, and now those are my complaints. And now on the latest one, the the snake is the brake light. You know that it lights up. <sighs> I don't know the that. rear the rear emblem on the trunk is a third brake light. That's terrible. It's so good. Is that on the ACR? I believe so. Yeah. Anyway, the mo- yeah, the most recent one. Okay. That's your brake light. It's sweet. <sighs> Could your second gen be made today? No. Really? Yeah. There's no manufacturer that's going to okay that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. <laughs> no, there's no, there's I no. I mean, just for the EPA, you're not getting a V10 through. You're not getting a 10-cylinder anything. We're never going to see that again. Makes me so sad. Or never. I mean, you had the what Carrera GT? Is that your last ten cylinder? <sighs> yeah, I, mean, I don't know, but yeah, I mean, possibly. close. Yeah. I mean, you're never you're never going to see another one again. But Ferrari's still pumping out V12s. I know they're exempt. But yeah, but just the ten cylinder was a magical kind of. Yeah. That's what the Lamborghini had. Yeah. The um, was it the oh uh, the Audi R8 still does the V10. Oh, okay. There yeah. you go. There it is. So, so we both have no idea what we're talking no. about. So they couldn't make the car, and it would be called an Audi. <laughs> but that was mid-engine. They wouldn't. That's not. God, engine. could you imagine a stripped-out R10, a, an R8? I'm sorry. Did they you make a? a Do they make a bare bones like racing version? Of I mean, the, they make the GT, but it's not. Okay. But imagine we like, just talk about the Dodge Viper instead <laughs> of going. <laughs> All right. And my favorite question. Yes. Devil's advocate. Do it. Would you? Rather have your second gen or a Chevy Spark, the possibly the cheapest car available on sale right now, brand new off the dealer's lot, thirteen grand. I feel like we need a little more parameters. Like this is my only car. This is it. You gotta go. Okay. Buy it. it can't be a Ford. It can't. It's got to be a Chevy Spark. Maybe we can change it next season. No, no. How do we do seasons on a podcast? Is no it idea. Just years. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. We well, some that. people actually do seasons. Oh, okay. I find those people annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I Malcolm Gladwell, looking our, at you. That's our first whisper on the <laughs> podcast, folks. I, I, you oh. already said no, but now you're hemming and hawing. I Everything. mean, I gotta. Go, I think I gotta go. Go. I just, I just wouldn't want to drive it. It looks cool. I just, I'd go. I'd go my Chevy Spark. Uh, oh, you are going the Chevy yeah. Spark. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You don't want to drive a Dodge Viper. No. No. It just doesn't. It doesn't. It I doesn't. mean, I honestly think, in my heart of hearts, 
by not driving a Dodge Viper, you're just telling the world that you need Viagra. That I need you're or just, do not need. You're just telling the world that you hate the American flag. If you don't drive a Dodge Viper, but again, are you a man? <laughs> I don't think you are. <laughs> I feel like we're getting into some really deep questions and here everyone on this podcast. Who, everyone who doesn't drive a Dodge Viper For years, is like, weak. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm still going to go. I'm going to go Spark. I'm and, so and I think shocked. the parameter on this is it's like your only car for a year. Correct. Okay. So Correct. what are you going with? Oh, I'm taking the Viper. You're taking the Viper? Yeah. I can I do am, it. I can do it. I am a shallow human, <laughs> and I love attention. Yeah. And I just would over drive the and just, hell yeah. out of a first-generation Viper that stinks, that burns my legs. It won't really break down. I heard they're actually quite reliable. Well, it's a truck. There's, yeah. There's, it's, it's a truck yeah. engine, and there's nothing to break. I have no, no features. No. So nothing breaks, and I guess when they do, they're really cheap to fix, like – it's going to run forever. I still see them on the road, first gens. Like, yeah, I'm going to drive that for a year, and I'm going to love life, and I'll probably grow more chest hair. I'd say that's true. I mean, <laughs> I did snap around at that last point. I feel like that brought me back in. Uh, uh, speaking of things I didn't know about you, <laughs> uh, what's gr- great about this car is that the underpinnings – are used for a lot of rare cars. I know we've already talked about Oh, the, you mean like rebodies? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard of a brand called Bristol. I have. Uh, Bristol Motors. Yes. It's kind of like a... Remember the Jensen Interceptor? Yep. Kind of like a modern version of that. Um, so it's uh, it's called the Bristol Fighter. Look it up. But it's under based on a... Because Dodge Viper, like so many American cars, fighter. I Viper. think people recognize, like, oh, you know, it's incredibly powerful. The bones are good. Sometimes they handle. Just the fit and finish is terrible. And as Europeans, we're really good at that. Yeah. So let's get this. Mm-hmm. But I mean, oh, now there's a thought I just had. Uh oh. That that is its original. Uh, modus operandi if the viper was supposed to be a modern day shelby cobra yeah now it is because it's used for other cars people are taking that motor and driveline and putting it in a much nicer so it's kind of like the ac that got turned into the cobra so well the ac saying? was always the body and they used the yeah. ford engine yeah so now they're using the viper engine in some european carbon fiber body oh my goodness i think i think bob lutz you succeeded yeah you did it yeah congratulations and the first one made that possible, so I win. <laughs> I, 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 I think th- I just made my closing I argument. I don't think they base it on the first one. No, they are. No, they better not no, if no, they're smart. No, I don't. I don't. I don't think. That, I don't think so at all. Um, I'm sure somebody did at the time, but they've already folded by now. <laughs> is there? Why oh, doesn't TVR use Viper engines randomly? And again, we're going way out the reservation. Uh, there's a very rare version of the Viper, which we'll end with. It's called the Mamba Edition. Do you know why? Because it strikes twice? I don't know. Uh, because it had a black and red interior. That's it. What? It was famous for looking like it came out of an AutoZone catalog, is what everyone Ooh, said. That's hurtful. That's really hurtful. Uh, but <laughs> if you can find one. So it's, it was just a trim package. Yeah. Only 200 were made. Ooh. 
So if you're out there and you're checking side view mirrors, take a peek on the inside as well. And if it's red and black, you, you got a you, Mamba edition. That's one. That's a special one. Wow. Yeah. All right. So is there anything anything else that we get? Uh, I mean, I'm ready for closing arguments. I just love this car from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's one we don't talk about much. Is there any at the motoring club? Do we have any Vipers? Yes, we do. We do. I believe we have. There's two members have with, Vipers with the Vipers. I've yeah. never seen them. Yeah. Did they ever come out? Oh, well, we, Steve Aoki's was here for quite a that, while. Okay, that's true. Yeah, and it was awesome. He yeah. signed it. Here's the thing. I love it. All right, closing argument. My per- car is the better one. I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna just jump right <laughs> all over you. I'm gonna uh, race winner, double bubble, hard top roof, iconic trim paint package because that's always important to me. And it was legitimate, like, supercar by then. 200 miles an hour, so faster, better looking, and then go to your car. That's your closing argument. Yeah, it looks better. It's faster. <laughs> it's made better. It's got a hard top like a proper car, not some, like, some silly, you know, Palm Beach cruising mobile. Ooh, Palm Beach. Yes. <laughs> okay, is the Viper more a home in Los Angeles or Miami? Don't think about it. Just answer. It's L.A. Miami. Really? Yeah. Okay. For sure. I'll only agree with that if I can share a Dodge Viper Florida story. (laughs) Okay. But then I'm giving my closing argument. Okay. During a development drive, and also, do you want to guess what the engine chief's name was? (laughs) You just don't want to hear my closing argument. Guess what the engine, (laughs) engine chief of the Dodge Viper's name was. Wasn't it the French guy you already mentioned? Nope. Nope. It's, he was the creator. I'm talking just about like development. It wasn't in chief. Roy Sojberg, is it? No. Okay. A lot of people guess that, but that's not true. I'll give you one more try. No, I don't. It's not Ralph Shields. No. No. Okay. Uh, Dick Winkles. So uh, you're lying. Nope. Dick, Dick <laughs> Did Winkles. Did you find that in Mad Magazine? Dick Winkles was caught in a snowstorm. And uh, they spent the night in a local homeless shelter, which is where uh, the Viper uh, stayed during the whole storm. So that was a development car. Spent a night in a homeless shelter. That's appropriate. With Dick Winkles. Because it was a snowstorm. (laughs) Anyway, back to your closing argument. That's that's the only connection I had to Key West. Even though the snowstorm was... Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. That's the Florida story? How is there a snowstorm in Florida? Because, they, well, they started... The, the development drive started in Key West. Okay. And they drove through Texas, and that's where the snowstorm happened. Wow. That's all I... That's... that's it's not... That's easy. a development drive. Yeah. Good Lord. I can't imagine being in a Viper for that long. From Key Every, West to L.A. is what they drove. What? Yeah. What was going on with the motoring industry in the 90s? Yeah, but back in the day... Normally, you just do loops. The Ferrari 308, when they did the car and driver test... Any excuse they you drove could do to bring from, up the Ferrari they drove, 308. They drove from Michigan to Los Angeles was their test drive. That's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays, you hey, don't get to drive around Malibu. Engineers, just go in loops. It's yeah. way easier when it breaks no, down. No. Yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Man, they were doing it on a hard mode back then. <laughs> Just get a track. <laughs> okay. All right. Go my, ahead. my closing argument for why the first gen is the best Viper of all time. I mean, it went from idea, sketch, 
to a full concept in two months. That's warp speed. They had a budget of only $80 million. It lit the world on fire. It created its own TV show, and it was a blueprint for an entire brand. And, yes, Bob Lutz was successful. He made the modern-day Shelby Cobra. Real quick. success. Your version was not in the TV show. Yes, it was. Wait, did you? are you saying after whatever we've been talking for an hour that I've just based my entire argument on a false premise? Because it literally fun. is my only argument. <laughs> no. that yeah. the, the when TV was the TV show? show? When was the TV 96. show did you look at? 96. That sounds like Gen 2. 94. 94 to 99. In what generation? Oh, my God. Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm 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 gonna I'm, I'm signing off. I'm crushed. I Goodbye, yeah. Steve. I'm out. <laughs> so once again, I win this round and you just spent uh hang on, let me just check. I didn't want to say it because I wanted to wait till the end. I wanted to wait an hour and four minutes. And uh so uh it was fun today. Fun today, Adam. Uh, nope. I think he's actually left the podcast. Well anyway, thanks for tuning in. Reach out to us on uh, Instagram. We'll get back to you. Uh, find us on Spotify and numerous other channels. I'm out of here. Uh, we will talk to you next time. Have a good one, guys. Bye.